This is the message from Connection Community Church for Thanksgiving Eve, November 23rd, 2016. Given by Fran and Micah Edwards. The Gratitude Gap. Last time we were up here, we were miming and stuff, so this is all new to us. <laughs> all right. Are you ready, honey? Yes. All right. I'm going to really get ready. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Lord. I'm sorry. Good evening, everyone. It's just a blessing to be here to give you a Thanksgiving message. Uh, as you know, Micah Edwards is my wife, Francine Edwards. Yes, yes. And we are thankful for the grace that God has given us, even though we fall short. Would you pray with us, please? Lord, we return to the throne of grace, confessing that we have sinned against you in thought, deed, motive, and attitude. Lord, we just ask that you uh, open our hearts, minds, and soul as we receive the message today on our gratitude. Lord, please allow us to evaluate our own lives, and um, we just want to reaffirm that you are still in the forefront of our lives. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Amen. So how many of you spent the bulk of today, and we're in church, so we have to be honest, (laughs) managing last-minute tasks and chores, or if you were like me, you were sitting in meetings texting people trying to get out of other meetings so you could go home and do the Thanksgiving things that you wanted or needed to do. Um, Or maybe you were rushing around to get everybody here on time today. We were, where's um, Candy? We were on time today, can you believe it? We were on time. So just think about it. It takes a great deal of prep work to make tomorrow's dinner really special. We have put the fall wreaths on the doors and we have taken out our best dishes Or if you're like me, you had a student who worked at the party place and you got discount fancy plastic dishes today. (laughs) And some of us have been leaving church every Sunday, getting a few things here and there from Walmart and Kohl's, just so that the big day tomorrow would be perfect. And some of you have already picked out those team jerseys. Hopefully they're burgundy and gold. (laughs) Hint, hint. You're going to wear tomorrow, you're going, uh, figuring out what time you're going to eat tomorrow for the big game. Um, we're always thinking about the leftovers we're going to have. Sometimes they always taste better the second day for some reason. But um, so the question is, where does gratitude fit into all of this? Uh, this is the beginning of the holiday season in which we are reflecting on a lifetime of blessings. So for many of us, gratitude becomes like a leftover, like that corner of macaroni and cheese, the last slice of apple pie doesn't really look like a slice. <laughs> so gratitude becomes an afterthought. And it's amazing how I look at my own life, and I looked at how we prepared to deliver this message. Um, I had to admit that I treat love and blessings and gratitude like an afterthought, kind of like a leftover. Um, so I'm a research nerd um, that excites me to do research, so I had to do some research as I was preparing, and I looked at a Psychology Today research study that was done in 2015, 
And despite the benefits of gratitude, more of us would be, rather do something else tomorrow than give thanks. And even worse, 71% of those people that were in this survey, and this is no offense to the folks over there that are you know, on Team Edwards, but they said that most of the stress comes from being with family. Mm. <laughs> Fran, as you know, I'm a, you know, I appreciate your love for research. Uh-oh, my phone. Your love for research, but um, that's not my thing, but that's yours. But I did do some research myself, and I went right to uh, my phone. <laughs> so I uh, Googled you know, the definition of gratitude, and it says, gratitude is the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. All right, that's not tier one journal research, but I like it. All right, but listen, you, know, you have to have another resource, so you know, I did some more. Okay. I looked up the biblical definition of gratitude. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? It gets deep. And it says that gratitude means thanksgiving. Message over. Oh, we're done. That's it. So it's short. It's short. Oh, we're done, right? So we all got the picture, right? It's thanksgiving, gratitude. It's, it's really easy to just say, but it's not as easy as you think to actually show gratitude each and every day. Um, gratitude isn't for our personal benefit, it's for his glory. And even when we look to the Bible for answers in terms of how other people in biblical times called on God for healing, they even had trouble showing our Lord and Savior gratitude. Let's take a look at Luke 17, 11, as Jesus healed the lepers. Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. And as he was going into a village, Ten men with leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and they called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And when he saw them, he said, Go and show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, he came back praising God in a loud voice. And he threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus asked, We're not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except the foreigner? And then he said to him, rise and go. Your faith has made you well. Now, isn't it a shame that the other two didn't give God the praise that he truly deserves? Maybe you've been one of those nine before at one time in your life. Now, gratitude means we are practicing an attitude of gratitude and being thankful. Even when we can't see what's going on around the corner or sometimes when it's right in our face. What this means is taking the time each day to show our appreciation and reverence for how he has blessed us. We are grateful because his blood has redeemed us. This also has another application. Gratitude helps us to show our support and appreciation for the blessings that we receive from other people like coworkers, family members, friends. Now think about those statistics Fran mentioned. If more people show reverence for God year-round, yes, 12 months, 365 days of the year, it wouldn't be so difficult during this time of Thanksgiving. It would be easier not to focus on the commercialization of Thanksgiving, but on the greatness of God. So I'm going to go off script a little bit here. And uh -oh. Micah, it's not an uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Micah has this thing of saying, every day is, and then you fill in the blank. So like. Every day is Mother's Day, 
and I'm saying, no, it's not. Um, every day is your birthday, and again, I say, no, it's not. Um, every day is Thanksgiving, every day is Christmas. This is the one that really gets me. Every day is Valentine's Day. But <laughs> I get... <laughs> And so that means every day I should get a bottle of pure Tiffany. But anyway, that's, that's a whole other story. But I get what he's saying. And even though at, there was a time where I was like, no, it's not every day. I need this. I need my special time. I need my attention. I need you to show me that you care about me. At the end of the day, oh, God, this is going to hurt. He's right. <laughs> no, he is right. Because um, if, you, if you have gratitude in your heart and you're showing the people that you love, that you appreciate them, and more importantly, you're showing that to God, when those roadblocks come, you're going to be able to just get right through it. Amen. When we're fueled with ingratitude, what we're doing is we're refusing to acknowledge and respond to what Christ has done for us. And if we don't practice the discipline of gratitude, our hearts harden. What happens also when we don't show gratitude is that we begin to rely on you-know-who, ourselves. Mm. And we don't realize all the good things that we have or what we could have had, but we begin to develop this sense of entitlement. And basically, we look at the world in terms of what we deserve. And humbleness and servitude go out the door. All this does for us is creates a life of dissatisfaction and dysfunction. Now, as believers, we face a difficult journey. We have to live and walk as Christians. And we have gaps. Where when we do, do have these gaps, we're not in tune with God. Now, we have a guidebook to live by, and it's the Bible. And, it gets, and get this, uh, the Bible is on your phone as well, so there's no reason for you not to <laughs> pull up a verse. But the awesome thing is that this guidebook also shares stories of forgiveness and an unconditional sacrifice that allows us to fall on his mercy, and which gives us an opportunity to pick ourselves up by the bootstraps and continue to walk in faith. Now, gratitude is the one gap that we deal with more than any other during this time of the year. We get so caught up in the festivities that gratitude falls off the radar. But because God does so, so much for us, we should want to show an enormous amount of gratitude regardless of what's going on around us or what situation we're in. But let's be real, let's be honest, let's be transparent. We do not show gratitude for what he has done as often as we should. I'm going to say that again. We do not show gratitude for what he has done as often as we should. Amen. How many times have we offered thanks for a meal, me at you, because we are starving and we just dive right into the food? I know I have. How many times have we screamed, help me, Jesus, when we slam on the brakes before we get into an accident? But don't take the time enough to, you know, say our prayers and for safe travels before we put the uh, key in the ignition. I know I have. How many times have we done a holy shot when we get an unexpected check in the mail? But don't take the time to give thanks every day for the financial resources and security we have. I definitely know I have. You get my point. So the sting of gratitude being a leftover thought is real, but it doesn't have to be a sting, especially when we realize that we can be renewed with this attitude of gratitude. When we work to fill the gaps of gratitude, we are renewed in him. And this is a sign of our new self. And the old self, that characteristic of being selfish and not showing gratitude, becomes a thing of the past. 
But the thing we have to be willing to do is to work yeah. at the discipline of gratitude. You see, gratitude is more than just being thankful in a polite sort of way or showing good manners or being courteous to people. It's about having a grateful spirit. The absence of, gratitude, of a grateful spirit is not what Christ wants for, for us. Colossians 3, chapter, chapter 3, verses 15 through 17 shows us what a grateful spirit looks like. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you are called to peace. And be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And whatever you do, do it in the name of the Lord. We can do this if we stop treating God's grace like an impulse purchase. Mm. God's grace doesn't come with a receipt or a money-back guarantee, and God's grace is not something we can get a discount on Black Friday. Mm. God's grace doesn't even have a warranty, or does it? It has an unconditional lifetime warranty, and we are blessed to have his favor for that. Psalm 85:15 reads, but you, O Lord, are a good, good and merciful God, excuse me, but you, O Lord, are a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. All the more reason why we should work to close the gaps in our spiritual walk, to close the gaps in gratitude. So how about you? Are you experiencing a gratitude gap? Consider making the commitment to chip away at this gap. But before you do, please be honest with yourself and ask whether the discipline of gratitude is working in you. Take a careful look careful look at this discipline of gratitude by examining your own life and asking these questions. Question number one, how do I exhibit a life of gratitude in my life now? Now for me, it's praying more and being thankful for my health, my life, my family. Now every morning when alarm goes off, the news is on because she's always watching TV. And, um, <laughs> but it reminds me how blessed I am and fortunate I am when you look at the news. The news is very depressing, oh my gosh. But um, it, it, doesn't all, it doesn't just take the news to let me know how blessed I am. It's a reality check, and it quickly reminds me that life can be much different or taken away forever. Now, in the past two weeks, I have lost two family members, two friends, and just the other day, one of my players' dad uh, was just diagnosed with cancer. Now, being grateful is not only when that storm or turmoil comes in our lives, but when we receive good news as well. You see, um, I just got my physical, did my physical, and got all the results, you know, blood work, whatever the case may be, and Doc said, you, you, you're very healthy as a, as a young man, 44. But I'll take it. <laughs> and earlier this week, I attended some teach, parent-teacher conferences with, for my little ones, and um, it was just amazing to me how I hear teachers and staff members speak highly of my kids, and it makes me a proud dad. It also allows me to uh, see what, allows them to see what I see all the time, which is God through them. So it's definitely a blessing. Now on a daily basis, I try to show uh, my gratitude by acknowledging the challenges, the good and the bad, that comes with this walk with Christ. Now question number two, can I develop the willingness to be a more disciplined person who will realize I am grateful for his work in me? And believe it or not, the place where I am able to witness God's work in me is at my job. 
Yes, my job, or jobs, rather. <laughs> um, I'm fortunate to be able to mentor, teach, and coach young people between the ages of 15 and 23. But in order for me to do my job, I need God in my life for patience, for inner peace, and for the gift of connectivity to reach these children of God because they are facing more challenges than we faced back then today. Mm -hmm. Amen? <laughs> there are moments where I could go from 0 to 60, 0 to 60, but I work hard to be God with skin on and try to control or my behavior as well as help them redirect their behavior. I also try to give them sound advice the best way I know how. You see, our children need our spiritual energy, and we have to display that through our manners, genuine love, and Christ-like behavior. And one of the ways that I know this is working, in my student, as my students see in me, rather, they always ask me, hey, Mr. Edwards, um, um, what church do you attend? Just come out of the blue and ask me a question like that. And I tell them, of course, Connection Community Church, right? <laughs> Amen? <laughs> and then my, one of my players always say, because we have 6 o'clock in the morning practice. Jordan? <laughs> and they always say, how is it that you have so much energy and so positive first thing in the morning? It's like you've been up for hours. And I always tell them, it's the God in me, man. And I woke up this morning. You should have the same type of energy, same type of feeling. Amen. So getting these questions um, helps me uh, reaffirm that my work is being done and I'm representing God in the best way I know how. So question number three, what blocks gratitude from working or being exhibited in me? Well, my biggest blocker to gratitude is my to-do list. Now, I have this thing where I, that's one thing I don't do on a piece of technology. I like to write my to-do list down, and I'm even corny. I put like a box next to the thing so I can check it off. Because for me, it's, it's so exciting to see, like, oh my God, I'm being productive. I'm getting down the list. Everything is checked off. Boom, 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 boom. I'm going to go get sushi and reward myself after I <laughs> get all this stuff off my list. Um, and I remember, it was, I think it was sometime in the summer, um, or when Turner, when Turner gave the message, and he talked about how he started with the devotions every morning. And I said, oh. I'm gonna do that too. I'm gonna to stop checking my cell phone in the morning. I'm gonna stop checking the emails. I'm gonna get up and do the devotion. And the more I said I was gonna do that, the harder it got. <laughs> and what I realized is that that little list I was making with the little squares to check off, I wasn't putting that devotion and my faith time at the top of that list. I wasn't putting that on my list at all. Um, and so the one thing that I think we all have is God's favor because he knows we're a work in progress. Mm -hmm. So I can go back and start putting that at the top of my list. So question number four, what can I do to stay focused on gratitude even in times of uncertainty and stress? Well, that kind of goes back to my answer to number three, is I've kind of gotten rid of the list. And so I do, I have an app on my phone now that I can do my devotionals with. I don't check my email, because you know what? If the school is burning down, I'm not gonna rush to go to the school. <laughs> um, whatever, that person sent to me at six o'clock in the morning or at midnight or whatever, it's gonna be there when I get to work. So I focus and I center myself and it's a struggle not to be focused on my list and to be focused on God. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you, it is a struggle. But the more I work at it, what I see is that as my spiritual connection grows, I feel healthier, mm. I'm happier, I'm mentally more at peace and I feel a lot better because I know that I have protected myself. I have put on my armor. 
And so I think that's really important in terms of having that inner peace. When we refuse to acknowledge and respond to Christ and all the things that he has done for us, we risk opening our hearts and our lives to ingratitude. And this draws us further from a life that's Christ-ridden and a Christ-like and into a life that is not spirit-led. And when we start to do life our way and not the way that God wants us to do life, we're headed down a really scary path. Now, the lack of gratitude becomes a barrier to seeing the great gift of grace we have received. We cannot build a wall around ourselves to keep our gifts to ourselves. If we refuse to show our gratitude, God doesn't turn his back on us. But he keeps on sending us messages, keep on pricking our hearts, keep on yelling at us at times, <laughs> and he keeps on blessing us. He doesn't just cut us off. He wants our relationship with him to grow and spread throughout the world. I know it sounds corny, but he definitely wants that our, our love to spread throughout the world. Now, as we kick off this season of Thanksgiving, let's focus on when our heart is overflowing with praise. And don't let moments where your heart could be overflowing with criticism create a gap. Have a sense of his presence and let that be your guide. Don't let your personal agenda guide you because that could create a huge gap. So make sure you go to Christ at all times, professing your love and commitment to his glory. Not just when you're feeling bad or when there's a crisis or situation. When Carrie and Alan talked about gaps in prayer, Alan shared with us that God doesn't want us to be in prayer during rough times. But at all times, that same thing applies to gratitude. And if you're not practicing the discipline of gratitude, that can create a gap. If you are practicing the discipline of gratitude, what it does is it strengthens your heart and it builds up a wall that protects you from strife, confusion, and chaos. Now, gratitude comes from the relationship we have in Christ. When we are happy in him, we are happier and healthier, like Fran said. Realistically, we have so many distractions in life that we don't carve out enough time to build on that relationship with God. And then we end up coming to, coming to the cross beaten, emotionally drained, and broken. So don't get us wrong. There may be some moments tomorrow where you wish you would have ordered carry out. <laughs> when you wish you would have scaled back dinner plans, or some of you might be sitting on the edge of your seat right now because your turkey is still frozen. But don't let those things be a distraction. Uh, don't focus on the woulda, coulda, shoulda. Focus on showing him gratitude for what you do have, family, loved ones, and faith. The fact that you woke up this morning, that's my favorite saying, you woke up this morning, <laughs> is a blessing, and you should be grateful. Amen? Amen. And you should say it like that more often, because it would be nice. You woke up this morning, you should be blessed. I mean, he is every morning. I walk around the house like, oh my God, daddy's up, be happy, smiles everywhere. I feel like Mr. Rourke on Fantasy Island. I'm leaving. Oh, I love you. I'm, I, I had to say that. that. You know, you opened the door. You created a gap for me to say that. <laughs> During this season when we are consumed with doing so much stuff, we got to slow down and give thanks. Gratitude is serious because the more we're able to show love, the more it grows inside of us and around us. And, and I think we can all agree, we need love to grow in and around us. Yes. Not just in our homes, but in our communities, in our schools, everywhere. And I don't know about you, but I want to see a ripple effect of gratitude, not an, oh, by the way, here's a leftover portion of gratitude. Mm. 
I want to be able to shout his praises and not mumble here and there about what God has done for me. So let's do something a little different. Starting tonight, let's offer up a healthy portion of gratitude. Even when we're not sure what's, a, what's awaiting for us around the corner or at the other end, let's walk the walk and talk the talk, and let's be about gratitude this season and commit to closing those gaps. Our Father never gives up on us. He never tires, and our gratitude should reflect the unconditional love from him. Now, for Fran and I, uh, this has been a new experience to share such an important message with each of you. Now, every day of this process, we thought about showing gratitude, and every day is a new experience, whether good or bad, that we wanted to share with you guys. Uh, so we took time to look at things differently as days went on, and we continued to stay in prayer throughout this month and thought about what gratitude really means and how we could express it in a genuine, authentic way. And what a way to show gratitude for what God has done. And the wonderful and really cool thing about God is that he will give each of us opportunities to close those gaps, no matter what those gaps are. So gratitude, will you be serving it as leftovers this season? Or will you be overflowing with gratitude even when you don't know what's around the corner? Be grateful for what you have. Be grateful for this day. Amen? Amen. Would you pray with us, please? Lord, make us broken so we can be healed. Make us empty so we can be filled. Lord, make, thank you for accepting us even though we may not always show gratitude. Lord, make our tongues sing your praises even in times of stress and uncertainty. Fill our hearts, minds, and souls with the discipline of gratitude and let us freely give that gratitude as you so willingly gave your son a living sacrifice for our sins. Lord, we pray that this season of Thanksgiving becomes more and more about you as we open our hearts to what you have in store for us. Lord, we say thank you, thank you, and thank you for all you have done for us and will do in the future. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus in the life.